0: Welcome to The Sword and the Trowel, a podcast of Founders Ministries. Founders Ministries exists for the recovery of the Gospel and the Reformation of churches. I'm Jared Longshore. I'm Tom Askell. Thanks for listening to The Sword and the Trowel today. We're looking forward to getting into uh, Ron DeSantis, our Florida Governor, and the Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrate today. Before we do, uh, we want to let you know that the Institute of Public Theology is in full swing, Mm -hmm. and we have a convocation coming up very, very soon. We're going to have Dr. Everett Piper here with us. It's going to be a wonderful time. Uh, You are going. going to be teaching a course on pastoral theology, the pastor in the public square and Dr. Jim Scott Orrick will be teaching a course on classics and theology. It's going to be a wonderful time. We ask for your prayers about the Institute and if you're interested in taking courses at the Institute, you can visit instituteofpublictheology.org and let us know if you have any questions.
1: Yes, and also we've got a special opportunity going right now. Of course, there's taken all kinds of energy and resources to get the Institute going and we still have a lot of work to do uh, to get us firmly where we want to be in this next year, this inaugural year. We've got an opportunity right now with matching gifts. So there's a donor that has stepped forward and said he will match any Gifts that are given to IOPT. So if the Lord has put you in a position where you can do that, we would welcome having your gifts designated for the Institute of Public Theology. You can go to instituteofpublictheology.org and give there. You can contact us. You can do it by mail, but we'd love to talk to you more about it. But this is a wonderful window of opportunity. So uh, please pray for us. And if God enables you to give, we would welcome that.
0: The Founders National Conference, militant and triumphant, is fast approaching. We're going to be gathering together down here January 20th through the 23rd in Southwest Florida. Uh, it's going to be a great time together. We're going to have Pastor James Coates from up in Alberta, Canada with us. Pastor Travis Allen will join us. Conrad and Bayway Vodibacham, you will be preaching. I'll be preaching as well. And uh, lots of people will be here, exhibitors that are already kind of getting lined up. And we're looking forward <laughs> to having some sweet time of fellowship. We know that our registrations are uh, on the rise and they're quickly on the rise. And so uh, we don't want you to miss out We'd love to have you join us go ahead and register
1: at founders Org. Yeah, we sold out last year. We are ahead of that pace this year. So, man, we'd love to have you here, uh, but go and register today so that you can secure your spot.
0: Also, if you're not a part of the FAM, that is our Founders Alliance membership, uh, we invite you to check that out. You can go to Founders.org and see what's involved in becoming a FAM member. We do have the Armory, lots of uh, backdoor content, good teaching. Uh, we've got something even slotted coming up with Pastor Callie, who wrote the Doctrine of Balaam. We got some backdoor content with him on the Lesser Magistrate and how it applies to the county. It's really good stuff. But today we want to get into what's happened with uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. You know, we've been pleased with a lot of the moves that he has made uh, through the present challenges that exist. Uh, There's a Christian doctrine called uh, the doctrine of the lesser magistrate. And uh, before we get into exegeting what that doctrine is, why don't we take a look at what Ron DeSantis said to President Joe Biden?
2: I can tell you, Florida, we're a free state. People are going to be free to choose to make their own decisions about themselves, about their families, about their kids' education, and about putting food on the table. And Joe Biden suggests that If you don't do lockdown policies, then you should, quote, get out of the way. But let me tell you this. If you're coming after the rights of parents in Florida, I'm standing in your way. I'm not going to let you get away with it. If you're trying to deny kids a proper in-person education, I'm going to stand in your way, and I'm going to stand up for the kids in Florida. If you're trying to restrict people impose mandates if you're trying to ruin their jobs and their livelihoods and their small business if you are trying to lock people down i am standing in your way and i'm standing for the people of florida I am standing
0: in your way. Yeah. That's what the governor says to the president.
1: That's my governor. You know, <laughs> I love him, and I love the stands he's taken so many times over the last, especially nine to ten months. It seems like he's gotten gotten greater clarity uh, over the course of 2020 and into 2021, though uh, even early on in the COVID disruption, you know, he got his bearings pretty well uh, ahead of most other governors in the United States that I was aware of. But then these last several months, it's just become increasingly clear that he realizes his job is to lead this state. And with what he just said last week or recently, to lead this state, even if it means defying President Biden and the federal government, which is a right good thing to do it is a good thing to do based upon what the scripture tells us about the roles of magistrate it's a good thing uh, to do in the light of the history of this nation as well i mean we've got several moving parts in what we call the the civil arena or the civil magistrate You know, our civil leaders well it's not just the president it's not just senators and congressmen it's not just judges it's not just uh, state governors and we've got various levels and all that's been used by god to help inhibit tyranny In the history of this nation, and we see it in Scripture. I think it it builds the doctrine of lesser magistrate builds off this teaching of interposition, and we see that you know with the uh, Hebrew midwives Mm -hmm. when you know they Pharaoh said all the Hebrew boys have to be put to death, and the midwives refused to do it. Well, what's going on there? They are putting themselves between Pharaoh in those innocent boys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the, you know, somebody who could rightfully ask, well, is that the right thing to do? I mean, the, your boss, you know, mm-hmm. the one to whom you are to Romans submit, uh, <laughs> has told you to do this. And so this is fundamental and it's a, it's a, it's a window into a truth that we desperately need. And we've talked about this in our book, Strong and Courageous, we have a couple chapters that really drill down on this particular truth, but it does come from Romans 13 and it speaks of our civil authorities as ministers of God. This is Romans 13, verse six, as for because of this, you also pay taxes for the authorities are ministers of God. They are ministers of God. They're servants or Mm -hmm. deacons of the Lord Jesus Christ. God there, of course, is not um, whatever the American citizenry determines by general consensus for God to be you know no the god that we're talking about is god almighty this is yahweh and this is the lord jesus christ and therefore if any civil authority goes contrary to christ goes against christ and what he has revealed well then it it That's where the doctrine of lesser magistrate becomes very clear. Should those Hebrew midwives uh, submit to Pharaoh or should they submit to Christ? Well, Christ is a higher authority. Mm -hmm. So, you have Christ as the highest authority overall. You have Joe Biden, who's the president of the nation. And you have uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, who has a jurisdiction of Florida, which is a state uh, in the nation. And so, if the president uh, decrees something by fiat, which seems to be becoming more of a common policy procedure in America these days and ought not to be that way. But if something like that is done, what is the obligation upon the governor? Well, Mm -hmm. the governor says, no, look, we're going to do what's right and not just what not just what we want. It's not mm-hmm. about some subjective what's right for me. No, no. Objectively before God, the thing that you are requiring here is out of step with what God has revealed. It's out of yeah. step with Christ and His law and His truth. And therefore we are not going to abide by it. And this plays all the way down. It's not just something at the state level, but you have other forms of lesser magistrate doctrine as well.
1: Yeah, that's right. And if our nation and our legislators and our governors, and our rulers, our judges are unaware of this, it's because our churches have been unaware of it. And our pastors need to recover this thinking, see it grounded in God's word and begin to educate the churches who can then continue to educate the citizens and those who are serving in civil arenas in our nation, in our states, in our local communities. I mean, every civil servant, according to my understanding, takes an oath of office. And I think this is true for our governor. I think our governor has taken a version of this oath that says, I solemnly swear that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And uh, Governor DeSantis has to add the Constitution of the United States, or Constitution of the State of Florida as well. So that, that is serious. Well, if the Constitution of the United States, which is the highest civil authority we have in these United States, in our Constitution Republic, if that Constitution is being uh, run roughshod over, well, then these magistrates who have sworn allegiance to uphold it, defend it, and to rule in accordance with it, they have an obligation to say to any magistrate, especially those above them, no, we will not let this happen. Now, again, we, we've seen this operate and it's almost like out of uh, an intuitive memory or something without a real clear understanding as to why with some sheriffs. In different states. I remember New Mexico when it was being floated by the governor a year or two ago saying we were going to uh, limit the Second Amendment rights of our citizens in terms of owning firearms. The sheriffs, maybe all but two or three of the sheriffs in New Mexico, got together and said we will not enforce this. Yeah and we've seen sheriffs do that. That is right. So churches need to understand this. Pastors need to understand this. And whenever you see, like Governor DeSantis, taking a stand against a superior magistrate as an inferior magistrate, we who are benefiting from that stand need to encourage him. We need to support him. Because, you know, uh, Governor DeSantis has been slammed by a lot of the liberals, a lot of the leftists in the state and around the nation. And, you know, calling him a cowboy, calling him rogue. Uh, He's the the one who's killing people in Florida because he won't comply Mm -hmm. with all of these federal mask mandates and other things. And those of us who know better need to say, no, you're doing what is right and good when you are protecting us from tyrannical decisions of our federal government. One of the things too that, that has made this so complicated in our day where people are not thinking like this is we've just seen the diminishing of the distinctions between these different levels of civil authority. And it largely comes because of finances. You know, the the federal government says, we will give you money if you do these things. And so the state government or the local government says, okay, well, we'll do these things. We get money. And now then you're under the thumb of the federal authority. And so you've got a a, a financial lifeline that comes to you. And if you dare stand against it, well, then you risk the possibility of that lifeline being cut and your roads won't be improved or Mm -hmm. whatever it is that that money supports. But we're in a day when this doctrine needs to be recovered. We need to look at 1 Samuel 22, other places where we see, like in 1 Samuel 22, Saul instructing his guards to kill Ahimelech. And Ahimelech is innocent, and they refuse to do it. Well, what do they do? They're doing what is right. We need to understand that as the people of God. And we need to teach our city councilmen. We need to teach our mayors. We need to teach our uh, county commissioners, our state governors, and others, this is what we expect from you. When you do these things which are right, even when the federal authorities or the superior authorities are telling you to do something that's wrong, we're going to support you we're with you
0: yeah the implications are huge for this doctrine and uh you say it's a time for it to be recovered i mean it feels like we needed to recover it about 50 years ago because the implications are vast and uh, men are going to find themselves in positions as civil magistrates as sheriffs or as county commissioners (laughs) or as governors very soon where there's going to be a high price to pay for this particular doctrine and it, it particularly comes to pass when a nation begins to wobble on its on its beliefs, its commitments. So now you're really gonna have sideways legislation. We of course have already had it for a while, but you're gonna get it in an increasing measure. And then you're going to say, well, what are you going to do as a governor? It's going to mm-hmm. be so easy to compromise. It's going to be so easy to compromise as a county commissioner that comprom- that compromising is already happening on the issue of abortion. You know, mm-hmm. as soon as you're into position in any form of civil magistrate, you're bound to say, we have to drive it out uh, from my jurisdiction because there is um, the Lord Jesus Christ to whom we ultimately submit. So, there's going to need to be teaching done. There's two dangers if you're counseling those who are in uh, places of civil authority, and it's true for every one of us, because you have the application of this lesser magistrate doctrine even to your home. If What kind of headship you have in your home, it's going to look a little different, you're not a civil authority, and yet you're a familial authority there, and you're not going to allow certain things to come into the home. You, you got two dangers, you know. On the one hand, you could uh, take this kind of doctrine and just reject all authority and say, well, I have all authority around here, I'm not going to do what you tell me to do, and we know that's wrong, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to play it that way. Um, the other problem is you, there's a real temptation to wink at kings, so that's language coming from John mm-hmm. Calvin, to say, well I know that this that what, what, what he's saying isn't exactly right, what he's saying genuinely doesn't mm-hmm. accord with the king of kings, and yet to take a uh, stand on that ground is going to be terribly costly, and I continue want to want to receive the benefit that comes to me from those kings, and so you compromise. Listen to the warning from John Calvin. This comes from his Institutes, and it's on this very doctrine. Calvin writes, For if there are now any magistrates of the people appointed to restrain the willfulness of kings, so there's magistrates who are to restrain that willfulness as it comes upon them, he says, I am so far from forbidding them to withstand, in accordance with their duty, the fierce licentiousness of kings, that if they wink at kings, who violently fall upon and assault the lowly common folk. I declare that their dissimulation involves nefarious perfidy, because they dishonestly betray the freedom of the people of which they know that they have been appointed protectors by God's ordinance. I mean, striking to mm-hmm. me, Governor Ron DeSantis used that language. We're a free state. And yeah. I mean, you got to appreciate, well, it's like, wow. The, I said, has he been reading John Calvin? You know, the, so yes, you are there to protect uh, the freedoms of the people that are under your authority within your jurisdiction. And there's going to be a high price to pay. It's like, well, I've got a family to feed. And we understand yeah. that. But that's actually what it means to step into that civil leadership leadership at this moment.
1: Yeah, and again, pastors, pastors need to understand this. We need to be able to think clearly about it and to teach it. And and fundamental to this is understanding authority. Where does authority come from? We we've hammered this a lot. We talk about it in our book that all authority all human authority is delegated authority mm-hmm. you know it's vested so it comes from Jesus Christ in the great commission all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me Jesus said that so he is the king of all kings he's the king of every realm and if we get that straight then we're going to be put on the pathway to begin to think rightly about these issues so if he has all authority then where does this human authority come from where is the authority of the president where's the authority of the governor where's the authority of the uh, local magistrates, it all comes from Jesus. Where does the authority in the church come from? Jesus, where does the authority in the family come from? Jesus, and when you get that straight, then you're not going to sit passively by and let a husband abuse a wife or let parents abuse children or let elders abuse church members or let governors abuse their citizens or the federal magistrate abuse citizens. You're going to see this. Wait a minute. No, the authority that Jesus has delegated to them is now being abused. It's being used for purposes beyond what he himself has prescribed for those specific spheres. If we get that clear, then we're going to be able to start making the kind of uh, moral judgments and reasoning that we need to engage in. And, and, and we desperately need to recover this in our day because there seems to be so much moral confusion uh, all about, even in the church, and it's grievous to see it. And we would clear up a lot of it if we would just come back to start thinking principally from Matthew 28, 18 through 20, where Jesus says, all authority been given to me and okay then where does the authority come from that we are called to um, honor and respect and to be obedient to it comes from jesus and we cannot do that whenever those lesser authorities under jesus begin to operate outside of the realms that he himself as assigned to them. Yeah,
0: and once you get the the basic foundation of the doctrine, then you have to actually say, okay, since since my authority is delegated authority, since it comes from the Lord Jesus Christ, what has he told me to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the commands from the King of Kings? And you know, if I step back and look at the landscape of what's happened over the last 12 months, I'm um, I'm disheartened, and this is a wake up call yeah. to Christians everywhere by the way that we have been played. I I, I think um, we have had a we we've had a check. You know, it was a little test to see where the spirit <laughs> of America is at, and I'm saying mm. wow you know, I would have thought that we had more backbone, you know, as a nation, land of the free, home of the brave. Um, But this was like, Hmm. even conservatives, like you're looking at conservatives going, what, what is going on? I mean, why are you thinking the way that you're thinking? You're giving up these freedoms. And then you're calling people cowboys that are saying like, are you kidding me? So Yes. Uh, th- th- you know, the question, well, does the president have the right to force private owners of, of businesses to, to determine that you can only have vaccinated people come into your restaurant or whatever? Mm-hmm. Uh, have you lost your mind? Have you lost your mind? Because yes, Jesus Christ is King of Kings, and He has said something about what we're to do in the world, how we're supposed to work in the world, and no, based on uh, a virus that has killed people, yes, as we continue to say, but such a small, small, small percentage, not to mention now with vaccinations that are widely available to people, does the president get to come in and say, well, you know, no, we're going to start to shut you down again? it this is deeply concerning so we've already had the play run on us yeah and it's time to you know we need to recover that you know if the people aren't recovering this doctrine you can't just point at the civil magistrates your governors and your local county officials and say why don't you get it well they're not getting it because we haven't got it
1: yeah that's exactly right and and it's grievous to see how quickly people just folded uh, and I get it. You know, initially, every pandemic, everybody's going to die. You know, 15, 20 percent mortality rate was initially what we were told back in early 2020. And so there's a sense of, OK, you know, in this desperate situation, we've got to do things. Well, you know, once clarity came and we began to realize, should have realized that we were being lied to by officials who maybe. Maybe they were stupid themselves. I don't know. But nevertheless, what they were saying was contradictory to what they'd said before and was simply wasn't true to the facts. Once we get that, then we've got an obligation to stand up and to not live by the lies that were coming down to us by so many of our uh, civil magistrates and to take stands and to say, no, we're not going to do this. We're going to live according to what God's called us to be and do. And, And that doesn't mean, you know, anarchy at all. It just means that we realize that the authority that our civil leaders have is delegated authority. And if they are abusing that authority, then we have an obligation to expose that, to stand against it, and to take the consequences for standing against it.
0: Yeah, and given the tyranny that's happening right now, uh, I don't see how to avoid um, significant. civil unrest if we actually apply the lesser magistrate doctrine i remember listening to one um, one um, history of the civil war and uh, this is going to probably cause all people get all upset but it was it was uh, a good story that uh, there was a story about a southerner being asked you know hey why you know why are you fighting and the southerner looked at him goes because y'all down here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yes I know there's more to the story I'll qualify yeah. but but you see the principle well here you are if if Ron DeSantis really takes a stand right mm-hmm. I mean some of this is just going to be politic and stuff and all that stuff but when the rubber really meets the road and a lesser magistrate says well we're not going to do the tyrannical thing that you want to do in this state
1: mm-hmm.
0: well the thing is the the higher magistrate um has a lot of power. Yeah, it's a A constitutional
1: crisis, which is what we need. Because again, in in the United States, this is another thing that uh, I don't think Christians living here, we appreciate as much as we should. We have these God-given freedoms that are recognized, not granted, recognized in our constitution. And so we have opportunities, that a lot of Christians in different places around the world and throughout history have not had to actually exercise those God-given freedoms and rights in order to speak to keep our magistrate on the right path. And yet it's like we've just given it up. We just Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Without recognizing, no, many of the things they're telling us to bow to are contrary to what God has revealed in His Word that yeah. they are responsible to do,
0: and things we've been bowing to for a really long time. Oh. I mean, pl- applied directly to abortion, and you know, you know, one of your county commissioners, you become a county commissioner, and there's a Planned Parenthood in your county. What are you to do before God? Before God, you're gonna you're gonna offer me a county executive order, a county, county commissioners is going to get together and do a mandate that everybody here in this county has to wear a mask mm-hmm. to protect life. And you're not going to go into that position and make a declaration, a mandate that says no more killing babies. Yeah. No, it is insane. It is insane. So to, yes, to enter in immediately upon you as a civil authority in a local area is to say, we have to eradicate abortion. Right yeah. now, we cannot, we're not going to murder. And if you actually are taking that stance, somebody's going to say, well, you're never going to get elected. And if you're going to start taking that stance, you're going to create like chaos in our county. Well, it's like that. My point is saying that's how bad yeah. this is. Yeah. So we, we desperately need a recovery of the doctrine of the lesser magistrate and then its application. And
1: And that's precisely how slavery was ultimately overturned in our nation's history. I mean, it took a war, no doubt about that, but there were a lot of things going on before that war where lesser magistrates said, no, we're not going to enforce these uh, wrong laws. We're not going to support the wrong judgments of the United States Supreme Court. And they stood against it and, and it was costly. People got thrown into jail. That people lost a lot of money over it, but they stood for what was right on the basis of the authority that God had revealed or given to them from his revealed word. And that's where we are today. And we've we've got to do this. If we don't take these stands, if we're not serious about it, then we we are giving up our birthright in this nation that, again, I'm, I'm not talking about, oh, United States is greater than God. No, I'm saying that God in his kindness and mercy has Provided us with this republic, this constitutional republic that recognizes God and the rights and freedoms that come directly from God, not from any man, not from any legislature, not from any kind of government. And if we do not stand and exercise the rights and freedoms that we've been given by God in this constitutional republic, we're giving up things way too easily. One of the things, again, I, th- I think it's an intuitive memory That we've seen this operate from, mostly from the left, is when they've declared these sanctuary cities. You know, sanctuary city for illegal immigrants, and so we're not going to enforce the laws of the land in this city. Well, let's turn.
0: They have the courage to stand. Yeah, that's right. You know,
1: well, let's have sanctuary cities for unborn babies. No, no unborn baby is going to be murdered in our city. Let's have sanctuary cities uh, for those that make decisions contrary to what you or I might think is wise and prudent regarding the vaccination for the COVID uh, virus. This is going to be a sanctuary city where nobody's going to be uh, thrown under the bus, whether you get vaccinated or don't get vaccinated. We're going to have a sanctuary city if we just take the mentality of the left and begin applying it in a more righteous way on these other issues. We're going to be applying this very doctrine of the law of lesser, or the doctrine of lesser magistrates. Yes.
0: And if you're going to apply this doctrine, it is going to demand the fear of God in you. There is no way that you're going to stand because you're going to see the high cost. Again, the lesser magistrate is not going to have as many resources as the higher magistrate. So when the rubber really meets the road, On this issue, you're going to have to have a citizenry that is full of courage and humility Mm -hmm. to say, we're going to bow to the Lord Jesus Christ. We indeed are free people. Christ has set us free, and we're not going to submit to tyranny because that would not be good for you. It would not be good for us.
1: And we've seen it happen throughout history. The Romanian uh, revolution, when Ceausescu was finally overthrown, it occurred when the secret police decided to show up. They were going to arrest a pastor. I think this is Tesla. I forget his exact name now. And... People heard about it. They surrounded his his apartment. They wouldn't let him come. And then thousands and thousands, and the police couldn't do anything about it. I mean, so if you take a stand and we just say, boy, Jared sure is brave. You know, I I hope he makes it. Well, you know, they're going to crush you. But if you take a stand and I stand with you and a dozen more and a thousand more come, uh, at that point, you have upped the cost of the tyrant's. To exercise their tyranny, and that's what it's going to take.
0: Absolutely, and there's enough of that. Uh, hey, boy, look at that! Wasn't that great? And then you know, okay, well, let me run to the fridge and just grab another <laughs> yeah. Coke and sit down and watch Fox yeah. News again. Like and get and get frustrated yeah, and angry. Yeah. That's where so many conservatives are at. Absolutely, that's not real strength. It's not real courage. Speaking of which, you should uh, strong and courageous following Jesus amid the rise of America's new religion. We get into this a little bit uh, more deeply in this book. Yeah. A couple chapters there drive down on this. So, hey. Pray for Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, if you're a Floridian, and even if you're not, and uh, take it as an example of what it means to stand up as one who is in civil authority and to acknowledge, no, we're not going to bow to tyranny that comes down to us from the top.
1: And come to the great free state of Florida in January for our 2022 conference.
0: Thanks for listening to The Sword and the Trial.